This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. I think everybody is still mourning the loss of Shane Warne. Don't you think? It honestly took me a day and a half to process mm. it. I, when I first read the news, I, I, I just my brain just shut down. I went, "No, nah, that's that's got to be a typo, or I've misread mm. that, or something." But yeah, and it's been I, crazy. The more I personally think about it, obviously, it's just so sad to leave such a an Australian lose such an Australian icon. Yeah, but I tell you what is the other thing that I've kind of been mourning is that I don't, I don't know whether our society, whether twenty twenty two allows us to have these big personalities anymore. Either, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, I feel like Shane Warne's kind of like the end of an era too. That's that, a, that's a fair point. That lovable larrikin yeah. who who falls over like all of us do. Yeah, but yet redeems himself, and we still love him for it. You knew how to dance with a set of stumps too, just quietly. Mm. Mm, Absolutely. Most definitely. Um, uh, Christina Hearn joins us right now from the Today Show. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We mm-hmm. do appreciate it. Now, we understand that um, the autopsy results for Warney are in. Um, and is is there anything there that we weren't expecting? No, look, it, it has confirmed that Shane Warne has died of natural causes. So that's what we were expecting. Uh, of course, it's, a, it's suspected to be a heart attack, but those details won't come through for the you know next couple of weeks. But what this means most importantly now is that, that now that that is out of the way, his body has been released to consular officials. So the process of getting him home uh, can begin. And uh, we've heard from his friends over in uh, Thailand and they uh, said, you know, the priority for them now, you know, is to get uh, Shane Warne's body home as soon as possible. So we do understand a charter flight has been organised and uh, that flight... Uh, will take off from Thailand today. So you can imagine the family back here in Australia, of course, uh, Shane Warne died on the holiday island of Koh Samui from a suspected heart attack a couple of days ago, but his family back here in Melbourne would just want him home and as quickly as as possible. Mm -hmm. And, Christine, we've seen some of those family members too uh, pen tributes to him. Um, What have they been saying? Oh, look, these are heartbreaking, uh, particularly from his three children. I'll just read out part of some of them. Uh, this is from Brookhorn, so uh, the oldest. She says, this doesn't feel real. You were taken away too soon and life is so cruel. I love you to infinity and back. His son Jackson wrote, you were truly the best father and mate anyone could have asked for. And then Summer, the baby, wrote, I wish I could have hugged you tighter in what I didn't know were my final moments with you. Our time was robbed. Mm. Uh, Summer Warne, uh, all, all Shane Warne's kids are in their 20s now, and Summer Warne took to uh, Instagram to share a couple of uh, home videos of the two together, and it just went to illustrate the bond that yeah. Shane Warne had with his three kids. He was mm. so close. And, of course, uh, whilst we all mourn losing the spin king, a cricketing legend, they mourn losing just their dad. Their dad. Oh. Yeah, which is so much worse. Life is incredibly fragile, my friends. Like, if there is someone in your life that you love, make sure you are telling them today. Yeah. Uh, Christine, thank you for your time this morning. And we're looking forward to talking to you more and hearing about because, obviously, there's going to be a big memorial and, you know, State I guess a, a celebration of his life too. So we can't wait to hear about, you know, more about that. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Christine. There you go. Christina Hearn, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that actually really... Gets you right. Did, I, I don't know if you heard yesterday, and I know we're running a little bit late, but I need to I need to run this by you. I don't know how much of the show you heard yesterday, Kristen, but... Um, None of it, because I was travelling. 
So we spoke to Pete Ford yesterday mm. about Warney. Um, and Pete and Warney had a, a, an intriguing relationship mm. for years and years and years and years. They have exchanged literally hundreds, if not thousands, of text messages. They never met face to face. They never spoke verbally. They only ever texted each other. Mm -hmm. But the collection of text messages that Pete has with Warney is unbelievable, mm -hmm. most of which will never see the light of day because he's promised that they never will. <laughs> yeah. But the thing... Uh, th this is what I want to put forward to you as, a, as an indication of Warney's character. Mm. Um, there's a lot of there's been a lot of doubt over the years as to whether Warney was a good guy or not. You know, is, is he, he's done this, yeah. he's done that, he's a bit of a larrikin, is he too much of a larrikin? What's mm -hmm. he like underneath it all? Mm. Pete Ford was explaining that he and Warney had a bit of a falling out about 12 months ago yeah. over a joke that Pete made about Warney being stuck in quarantine that Warney didn't think was funny. They hadn't spoken for nearly a year. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, have you? I don't even if you know know if you know that Pete's uh, Pete Ford's dog Herman passed away yes. the other day. Yes. Okay, so when Warney found out mm. that Herman had passed away, he he immediately reached out to Pete to say how. So even though they were feuding at the time and not even speaking, Warney stopped what he was doing yeah. and sent Pete a message saying he, how sorry he was to hear about Herman, and they Beautiful. reconnected literally days before Warney passed away. Mm. And if that's not an indication of a man's character, then yeah. I don't know what is. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. What's this tattoo that you Oh, seen? I love it. I, look, a, a tattoo is a wonderful thing if it's done properly, Kristen. Do you reckon you'd get another one? You've already yeah. got... Yeah, have you got two? No, no, I've just got the one. Okay. Um, but my, the, mine, mine started out as a little one, and then mm. and then I added to it. So yeah. it's technically two tattoos, but they've become one. Right. Oh, it's a bit like a Spice Girls song. Okay. Um, did but, you ever think about getting one on your back? Why did I yeah, think? That yeah, yeah, no, I still, I still am. I, I, there's a, there's something I want to get down down the back of my left shoulder. Yep. One day, it's a, it's a bunch of Japanese characters that, mm -hmm. that that I actually have researched, and they don't mean. You know, sushi roll number three. <laughs> um, it's important stuff to me, but yes. th th this this tattoo I'm reading about online this morning again is very important to the lady who got it, no doubt. Um, it features a, a, a quite a nicely drawn bluebird, mm -hmm. and underneath the bluebird is written an inspirational phrase. Okay, uh, but the problem is the inspirational phrase is spelt incorrectly. Um, What's the phrase? What it says is, "And in time, this too." shall pass. Mm. And on the surface, that seems perfectly fine, except that the word to in this sentence is spelt T-O instead of T-double-O. Because in this context, they mean this to as in this also shall mm -hmm. pass, which mm. is T-double-O. Um, mm. There's only one O and there's not enough room to put in another O. <laughs> without it looking like you forgot the O the first time and then you just fixed it. Oh, no. So, obviously, this lady's proudly put up the picture of her tattoo on TikTok or whatever you oh. do, and everyone's gone, um, oh. excuse me, honey, spelling mistake. And it's, and, not, and it's not like you can take it back and get a refund. Oh, you can get a refund. You know? But you've still got the tat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's, I'm laughing because it didn't happen to me, you see. <laughs> the poor woman. It's called Schadenfreude, Kristen. Get mm. on board. It's a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> feeling. Um, but, look, this is definitely not the only instance where this has happened. No. And, I, I, look, I'm asking a lot of you, Cam Canberra, mm. 62421063, if you're brave enough to share it with us, I want to hear about your tattoo with the spelling mistake in it. Oh. Did you get something poignant, mm -hmm. something deep and meaningful? And then the person who tat tattooed you did it wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Okay. And maybe dob someone else in <laughs> if you're not feeling brave. Look, Kristen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I am absolutely astounded. 
I'm very, very impressed, mm-hmm. but I'm also very, I'm completely astounded that someone actually did call up for our phone topic this morning. Do you have a misspelled tattoo? Because it's kind of embarrassing, right? It is a little bit. Like, what's the process? You've had a tattoo before. What's the process? Obviously, you go to a tattoo person and go, this is what I would like. Well, hopefully, yeah. And yeah. What do you mean? I mean, you, I, I, as far as I understand it, the tattoo people hate it when you just walk in and go, so I want to get a tat, but I'm not really sure what I want. Oh, my God, who does that? Uh, could you have, like, a book that I could look through <laughs> and maybe I could choose one? I think they prefer you walk in there mm. with a very, very set plan in mind. And then do they do, like, a kind of like a dummy run with, like, a texter and, and put it on your arm uh, so that you know what it would look like? like a like a stencil. Yeah. And, and put it on there. You know, so, and that's what they use as the outline. So but it's joint responsibility in regards oh, to yeah. a spell check. I guess to a point it would be. Mm. Yeah, because this lady, the, the, the story I've seen, her tattoo says, and in time this two shall pass. And the two in that instance should have two O's in it, T-double-O, yeah. but it only has one. Awkward. And the poor lady's been shredded on, on the TikTok. Everyone's mm-hmm. going, you've got a spelling mistake. Yeah. Uh, and she's highly embarrassed. She's but like, look, what? <laughs> Brennan from Isabella Plains, mate, good on you for calling up to tell us about your... You've got a spelling mistake in your tat? I do indeed, mate. I do indeed. Now... I, uh, you know the greys with Liam Neeson? The the greys? The grey with Liam Neeson? The, the, oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. So the letter from that part, I got that as a memorial piece for a, a friend of mine. And uh, so I hand wrote it out and got it all sorted. And then my tattooist went over and got it all sorted. And mm-hmm. we knocked it out. And it was a big, huge piece on my ribs. Yep. Oh, wow. So, thanks, thanks for having me covered, so it doesn't, you don't really notice it, but it's all right. Uh, so the line's supposed to say, I move like I imagine the dam to do. Yep. But um, my mum pointed out to me, she's like, why does it say damn bed on your, oh, on your ins- ribs? Instead of the damned, uh, move like the damned do, it says moved like the damned did. Damn bed, D. So instead of D A M M E D, it's D A M B E D. Oh, damn bed! Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh, no. So it means like the damn bed. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. I'm laughing oh, with you. Mate, I'm, Brent. Oh, it is what it is, man. So, I'm, yeah. I'm so I was like, well, that is. Like, that do is you correct, yeah. do you get it corrected, Brennan? Or I you... could have gone back in when we realised we could have gone back in and like they just kind of dig it out a little bit, and just kind of pick the ink out and yeah. then do it again, but. But wait, it is what it is. It builds character, so we're just leaving it how it is. See? You see? I love it. Now, now I've got a child, so it did move like the damn bed do anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to damn bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brendan, good on you, mate. Thanks so much for calling up and sharing that with us, and, uh, and good luck with the rest of your life. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, you, you got to have a sense of humour, don't you? Got to. Like he shook it off, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix One Hundred Six Point Three. Morning party people. Hi. Welcome back, Kristen. Thank you. It's actually really good to see you face to face. I know that sounds stupid, and I, I didn't realise I missed you until you <laughs> showed back up to work. I'm like, yeah, look at this, Kristen. He's back. Woo. Hey, uh, I know you love a good love story, Kristen. A mm-hmm. uh, bit of romance, uh, some feelings, that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story about a bloke called Jonah. He's 20 years old. He's from the US. And he went to Target in the US, which I, I think is pretty much the same as Target here. Yeah. Uh, except you, you can probably buy firearms over there as well as everything else. But he, he bought a record, an LP, like a, a an old school record, because they're cool again now. Mm-hmm. When he got it home, 
he found it had a big scratch on it. Oh. Oh, my goodness gracious so me. Irritating. It's not a good story so far, is it? But come with me, friends. Trust me, this is going somewhere. Mm. So Jonah got on the, the Target website over in the US and went to the I don't know, the complaint section or return section or whatever it was and ended up, as is so often the case these days, I've done this myself on more than one occasion, you end up with a little window in the corner of your computer screen where you're actually text chatting with a live person yes who's at the other end going oh, yeah. what's the problem and you go oh my record scratched and they go oh, where'd you get it mm-hmm. no and they sort you out online so anyway Jonah gets on to the thing and ends up talking to a dude called Pablo yep who, who's the, at the other end of Target mm. and Jonah and Pablo are, are back and forthing about the record yep um, and, and he got it all sorted out but oh, there was there was something there yeah Jonah it was like, oh, I like this Pablo guy, mm-hmm. and vice versa, apparently. But only, so, they only knew this via text. They, they, as if they were on the phone or anything. They hadn't even heard each other's voices. <gasps> they, they literally were just texting. And then at the very end of the of the conversation, Jonah, mm-hmm. the customer, mm-hmm. actually said, hey, you know, it was a ballsy move from him to say, hey, man, um, you seem like a really nice guy. Um, I, would you like to go out for a coffee or something one day or whatever? Oh, my God. And Pablo was like, oh, my God, thank God that you said that because I thought the same about you. <gasps> They exchanged, like, Instagram details yes. and then went and looked at it, like, checked each other out. Yes. And then went, hey, I even <gasps> like the way you look. And then he was like, yeah, so do I. Oh, my God, wonderful. So they went on a date. Oh, my God, tell me it was wonderful. It went really well. <gasps> oh. And as the story was written, they're about to plan their second date. Oh, my God. Right? But they met in the complaints department of the online part of Target with the chat window. If that record, the song on that record, the title, track. It's got to be their it's song, hasn't it? It's got to be their wedding song. If it's not, they're doing it wrong. Oh, that's wonderful. So, look, Jonah and Pablo, let's hope th- these two fellas, they, they have a budding romance and maybe they'll spend the rest of their wonderful lives together Yes, uh, dealing with complaints and listening to records. <laughs> and but, shopping in Target. Um, just want to throw it out there on 62421063. If you want to share the story with us, we'd love to hear. Mm. It doesn't have to be in the complaints department. The most unusual place you managed to get a date. Okay. But you've met someone and thought, hey, you're all right. Yeah. Maybe you So where were, were you, like, are you th- still thinking in, like, the service industry? It so, like, to be. Yeah. The example that sprang to mind during the break for some reason was, let's say you're out with the girls having a few shardies after mm-hmm. work and you get a bit out of bit out of hand. I've seen you, Kristen, after a few shardies. Can't things, relate to this story. Things can get wild or back in the day. Mm. And imagine, like, one of the bouncers has to come over and say, ma'am... I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he yes. escorts you out. Yeah. Like the, the, the guy who threw you out of the pub. Mm-hmm. But you thought he was kind of cute. <clears throat> so you asked him out and then you end up going on a date with the guy that kicked you out of the pub. Oh, my God. That's, that would be an unusual example. Okay. All right. The weirdest place you found love. Ruth from Canberra, what can you tell us about meeting your husband? Hey, um, about seven years ago I was living in Adelaide and um, I was just on Xbox on a game called Destiny <laughs> of all things. And um, our characters got thrown into the same same world space and he added me as a friend. Um, one thing led to another through Xbox chats. We uh, ended up um, liking each other and I moved over to Canberra to get married to him. So it's been, yes, seven years since we met each other through Xbox chats. I love this. And I just love that oh. the game was Destiny. Yeah, it's a great yeah. game too mm-hmm. and a poignant one when you think about the name. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you saw what destiny actually entailed from a gameplay standpoint, oh, Kristen, you'd good. probably be horrified. It's not very romantic, <laughs> uh, is it, Ruth? No, no, definitely not. No, no, lots of firearms and explosions mm. and leaping about and being nimbly pimbly. But, uh, yeah. uh, Ruth, you have warmed my heart. That is excellent news, and, and congratulations. 
Thank you. Welcome to Australia. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Oh do God. we have time to go to Sarah? Uh, we don't, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. Hello. Hello. So, long story short, 23 years ago, I bought a car off a dude and then the car broke down and then while he was driving me to go and fix it, um, we kind of went, mm, I like you. Mm. He went, I like you. And that's history. Oh, my God. So was it a second-hand car or was this at a dealership? No, a second-hand car. Just bought it off a guy. So just a I member of the public. Nigel, you'd love it. Big F-150 truck. Oh, you bought an F-150, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's rock and roll. <laughs> and your name's Sarah, too, which gives you bonus points. Yeah, but she's, yeah. she's taken, mate. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Um, there you go. So you want to find love, buy an F-150 or play Destiny online, ladies. Oh, that's great. That's where it's at. Sarah, thank you so much for the call and thank good luck guys. with Have the rest day. of your love life. And, and oh, Destiny. Beautiful. It was. That was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.